want to welcome everybody to the AMBIT National Business Builder Call. My name is Lane Winsett. I'm a national consultant and Millionaire Club member and very proud to be your host here tonight. Boy, do we have a special call for you and some exciting guests that are going to be joining us on the call. And I do thank you so much for uh, joining us. If you haven't already done so, of course, we uh, uh, want to make sure that you have a pencil and paper handy or a pen or your uh, whatever you can grab a hold of because you're going to want to be able to take notes uh, and uh, be able to do uh, what you need to do uh, in order to really get some good um, information uh, tonight and joining us uh, to uh, kind of learn a little bit about uh, how you can exponentially grow your business. I've got a lot of stuff I'm going to be covering uh, tonight, but you know, with no further ado, I, I'd really like to introduce our two special guests that we have uh, here tonight. They have become very, very close friends of mine, and of course, they have been with the company for a very, very long time. And um, you know, I can't begin to share with you uh, how impressed I am with them as a couple, uh, both their leadership, their integrity their knowledge, uh, their willingness to help people uh, throughout uh, the organization. Uh, they are literally b blind to downlines. And I will say that these are going to be some of the top leaders I know. Well, they already are, but, I mean, they're superstars in their own right. And so uh, what I'd like to do is introduce uh, Stephen and Danielle Lee. They're executive consultants and Millionaire Club members. Uh, are you there, Stephen? Yes, I am. Thank you, Lane. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be on the call with you. Yes, sir. We're happy to have you, and thank you so much for joining us, both of you, tonight. Absolutely. Hey, Lane, great to be with you. Well, I understand you guys are going to share some information with us, and we're uh, we're all ears. Absolutely. So some of some of the key takeaways that I that I got, and I know Danielle got too, from Ambition, is just this company, Ambit, really cares about the consultants and the families. I mean, and their generosity, it just speaks volumes, just what they're willing to do to help everybody. And this, this new enhanced compensation plan is an absolute game changer. Now they have eight ways that we can earn income and you can find that video and that information on the Ambit app, but it's, it's really good and just really powerful. Um, now it's like you can join this business for only $75 and the power zone is free for the first month. Now you can't barely find anything out there where you could find a business to start for $75. I mean, even doing a lawn mowing business, you'd have to spend a couple hundred dollars in the lawnmower to go cut grass. And it, you, there's just nothing out there. An opportunity where you could spend $75 and start working your business right away. And you can make your investment back very quickly and be in profit. Now also well, a new consultant. I'm sorry. I said, I certainly agree. Go ahead. Yes. And also a new consultant has 45 days now to trigger their bonuses when it used to be 28. That gives them a whole lot of extra time. And it's just an awesome enhancement to this compensation plan. Now, any new consultant that comes into our business, in, in, in any of our businesses, by September 29th also has the opportunity to make an extra $1,000 bonus if they can get promoted in 28 days what, and to, to get to regional consultant. And that's just a really great way to try to introduce the opportunity and get people moving. Also, 
anybody that was at Ambition can make an extra thousand dollars if they promote to regional, senior, executive, or national by September 29th. So that that's really very generous of the company. Um, on top of that, some of the great enhancements to the compensation plan is just they've just made so many new opportunities for to keep on making money as a consultant as as they get going and so many times you know consultants come in and they're not able to make their investment back right away and with this opportunity now it's like they've changed it so much i'd swear they've made it to the best opportunity that's out there now my well, advice, totally... yes i'm sorry no go ahead i'm sorry Oh, it's okay. Um, I was gonna say my my advice is just to learn while you earn. This is all a completely new compensation plan. It's like we're all learning all over again. So even being in the business for many years, it's like we're all kind of starting over and we're all learning with with, with one another. So you don't want to just wait till you figure it out. You don't want to lose time. You want to write out your list and just go for it. And one of the things is. You know, this has been such a blessing, this opportunity for a family. This is a family business. And you really thank the Lord for bringing this business to us and how much it's changed our lives. And we love to bring our children with us to ambition, to all the events. And they get expo when they've gotten exposed in these environments, they see these successful people and they start just their mindsets are just growing where that's the key to this business is having a really strong mindset. And our kids at age nine, 11, 12, and 13 are already getting that mindset to be successful and are already talking about the different businesses that they want to start. And they're excited about being consultants when they turn 18. And so that's, that's a really cool thing. And I, I know that Danielle would like to share more on that. Hey, everyone. Yes. And like Stephen said, Ambition, it was amazing. And uh, we love bringing our kids to Ambition. You know, every year since they could walk or talk. And really, a lot of it has been just to really expose them to what it looks like to be an entrepreneur. You know, they're at young ages of 13, 12, 11, and 9. And right now in America, in schools and classrooms, you know, we don't think and we don't see them teach kids enough about capitalism and being business owners. And our kids, they're getting valuable information and exposure at their ages right now to everyday people like you and me having success and having their own business with Ambit Energy. Uh, you know, they get to meet people of all walks and life and backgrounds, different educational backgrounds, cultural backgrounds, and the beautiful thing about this business is we get to be the ones to change the trajectory of their lives, giving them opportunities to ask questions about having their own businesses. They all, you know, don't have the mindset really of going, you know, to college, racking up college debt, or really working for the man. Uh, they all want to be entrepreneurs, and they want to run their own businesses. And, you know, we have, like Stephen said, we're already planting those seeds right now with them in their um, young ages, you know, 12, 
13, 11, and 9, telling them, hey, you know what, you're going to have your own ambit business one day. And uh, $75 is really nothing to start a business and to, you know, earn that back right away. I know some of you out there have kids that are similar ages to ours. Uh, some of you have kids that are 18 now or 18 or older. And some of you are grandparents with kids our ages. And why not change the trajectory of your kids and your grandkids' lives and showing them the opportunity to be entrepreneurs? Uh, our kids, you know, they want to own their own businesses. And I think um, what we had talked about, exposure, bringing them to ambition has been so valuable because it changes everything with their mindset. They, they're seeing things in a totally different way. And it's kind of like, you know, once you fly first class, you can't go back sometimes, you know, you, you get to experience um, something bigger and greater. And uh, that's what this business has really done for our family and uh, really um, pushing that for the next generation to show them that they can have something bigger and greater than what we have right now. And so we're just so incredibly thankful that AMBIT has done that and it's helped us share that and help our kids' mindsets change um, from just working an everyday job to having their own offer, own business opportunity with AMBIT. And I know Lane, he has some really incredibly valuable information he wants to share tonight. And we're just so thankful for him and his mentorship. And I'm just going to turn the call back right over to him. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, Daniel, uh, let me ask you a question. I, am I correct, or do I? Is my memory wrong, or what do you like? Eight ambitions your your kids have been for, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. They they know ambition. They know uh, what to expect, and. Uh, yeah, they've been since they were walking and talking. Even crawling and walking. Yeah. <laughs> crawling, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we love bringing them. And so, if anyone sees us with our family, it's, it's that's that's what this is a family business. And giving them that Absolutely. exposure really changes yeah, their mindset. And they're always learning something. They're always telling us different things that they learned that they picked up on from the different. Um, talks and the different speakers and it's, it's just amazing how much they really take in and that you think like they're not paying attention but then they say stuff that even that we didn't even pick up on and we're just blown away by just how powerful it is them being in the being there for that well you know i can't begin let me kind of encapsulate what you guys have said and see if i'm on on target here um, basically, what we've got is an enhanced compensation plan that allows us to be able to have an affordable opportunity to have just anybody who can fog a mirror and has a, a desire to become uh, financially successful to get in our business and to have all the tools, uh, you know, that they need at their disposal, uh, both the back end, the front end, uh, the co corporate support, the field support, and for 75 bucks, uh, they can basically start their own business and. And that I think I can't begin to emphasize how important that is uh, because the number one um, objection to any selling situation is I would, but I just don't have the money or the money objection. And so we, we, we virtually have taken the money objection, the largest objection of any selling situation out of that. And that is huge. I don't know how, 
how big people know that is huge. But from somebody who's taught sales all of my life and been in uh, sales, um, you know, the, the money objection is the one that's the, the real killer. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm so happy about that. And then t- talking about what Danielle is sharing, look, guys, um, you know, we need to infuse some youth into this organization. We need to go after uh, all of the youngsters and anybody that's turning 18 because we know our system is in uh, big trouble right now uh, with the indoctrination of our kids going into college and all the things that happen. I mean, they, they go through high school, they go into college, and they turn out totally different, uh, and they're in debt, and uh, it's just a, not a, a good road to follow. And, you know, I'm so proud of you guys for what you've done, and I know they'll be chomping at the bit when they hit 18 to start their mm-hmm. new Ambit business. <laughs> you know, for sure. Somebody Absolutely. Who, Thank you. Yes, and somebody who I know has already done that, Priscilla Collada and Ray, uh, you know, Millionaire Club members, I know their daughters, um, their executive directors, they started out waiting, and I know a lot of people have waited. Uh, You know, um, uh, Jose Castro, I know his son Castro Jr. did. Uh, So I've experienced it over the 17 years that I've been in the business that, look, we we need to identify these younger kids that are maybe 15, 16, 17 years old, uh, within the next year, two years, or three years, and start them on a course towards uh, joining a company that's going to allow them to run a parallel uh, freeway, so to speak. I mean, still continue their education, uh, but also have a situation to where they are uh, have the ability to, um, you know, do uh, ambit energy as a supplemental income, and so uh, that is critical. Uh, let me go ahead and move forward here, and uh, thank you so much, guys, for being on the call. I really appreciate hey, your you. input tonight. Thank you. um, you're welcome. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about tonight um, one of my favorite subjects, and the reason why it is one of my favorite subjects is because this is what can measurably change your life, your business, and really catapult your your business uh, uh, to where – um, it's going to allow you to, 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 to put ether down the carburetor, so to speak, because a lot of times, and, and for those of you who don't know that, that's kind of priming the engine. Um, and, and in order to prime that engine and get things done, uh, you know, uh, you have to be uh, a, what I call a master prospector. A master prospector, uh, there's a saying, I'd rather be a master prospector than a wizard of speech and have no one to tell my story to. Now, what does that mean? I mean, ultimately, what we do in Ambit Energy is we tell a story. We, we tell the Ambit story, and we tell it in many different ways, whether it be through a company overview or a presentation or a one-on-one or a, a three-way conference call or our, our business app or a video or an audio or some type of call, even like we're having here tonight where maybe a guest might be listening in. Uh, but but the, pro, the issue that you have in this industry is, is that, and I'm going to compare it to fishing, uh, because I think it really gives you a good analogy because everybody loves to fish. I love to fish. And I, and if you love to fish, you know that if you can, uh, you know, would you rather, you know, go fishing with one worm and catch one fish or would you rather fish with dynamite and catch a whole lot of fish? Uh, and I don't know about you, but I'd like to fish with dynamite. So I'm going to teach you how to fish with dynamite tonight in prospecting. Um, and this might be one of the most important calls you've ever listened to in your network marketing career of how to turbocharge your organization and really get it off center because so many people struggle with this uh, particular situation. You know, they do the onesies and twosies and they see other people passing them up or, you know, that just maybe got in the business recently or whatever. And this is what the dynamic that's happening when that happens. When that happens, when you see somebody 
that comes in the business and they have a, a relatively strong growth spurt, really behind the scenes what you're seeing is that they have personally sponsored or somewhere within their organization uh, relatively high, maybe first, second, third, fourth level, they've sponsored somebody with a powerful center of influence uh, that had a, a very strong uh, network and they tapped into that network and in doing so it opened up uh, the door uh, to a lot of opportunities and a lot of people. So uh, when you want to fish with dynamite, the key thing you want to do is, is let's talk about uh, fishing. You know, if you're going to go fishing, you you know, a mullet will just jump up in the air and land in your boat. I've been out fishing many times in the Gulf of Mexico and I'll be out there and they'll, they'll just be like a mullet, just jump up out of the water and fall right in the boat. It's kind of blows your mind when it happens. Uh, so there's no real skill at all to, um, you know, catch a mullet because they're going to jump in the boat. But, um, you know, if you're going to catch a blue marlin, which is a trophy fish, by the way, I'm not talking about great walk, right sharks. Great sharks are great, but but I, I want I want stuff I can hang on the wall as a trophy. I consider a trophy uh, a blue a blue marlin. You've got to be in the right environment in order to catch a blue blue marlin. You've got to have the right knowledge. You have to have the right bait. You have to have the right boat. You've got to be in the right area. The weather's got to be right. Uh, and and then of course once you hook a marlin. Uh, you're going to be fighting that marlin for some time to get them in uh, close enough to the boat to get a gap to get them in the boat. And so what do I mean by that? In other words, uh, you want to be able to first identify premeditatively what type of fish you're looking for. Now, this is critical. Uh, you know, I want you to start thinking about instead of um, just randomly going out there and, you know, and it's okay, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's okay to never prejudge anybody uh, with regards to this opportunity. You want to pre-qualify them, but you don't want to prejudge them, but you do want to narrow your prospecting down and your list, especially uh, your, your, your warm market list, and also when you start to develop your coal market list to the people that are going to most help you expand their center of influence. So let's identify what a blue marlin is. A blue marlin uh, really has five characteristics that I've identified over the years. Number one, uh, they're money motivated. Now, I don't mean greed motivated or, you know, uh, whatever. I mean, th these are money motivated people, meaning they're fired up and excited about making some money. I'm going to tell you how to identify this here in a minute, but let's just, if you're taking notes, number one is, and the numero uno, number one at the top of the list is money motivated. And you want to identify people who are money motivated. Believe me, there are people out there that are not money motivated. And these are, that's okay. They, you know, you, you, they're just not going to be in your business. Uh, number two is that they have to have strong personal goals. Okay. So they're goal directed. So you want people that are goal directed and that are money motivated. Number three, you want to have somebody who has a burning desire uh, to succeed. That means that they have this inner uh, flame um, that wants to be somebody, to do something, to accomplish something. Uh, and that burning desire is what gives them kind of the underlying motivation uh, for them uh, to, um, you know, do the things that, that most people won't do, you know. Uh, you know, successful people do what unsuccessful people won't do. And that, that's that burning desire uh, to succeed. So money-motivated, goal-directed, burning desire to succeed. And, and then you, you want to have somebody who has, number four, a strong personal, positive center of influence. Now, what do I mean by that? 
you could have somebody who has a bad center of influence or not such a good center of influence where maybe they know a lot of people, but a lot of people don't have a lot of respect for them. What we're looking for is somebody who has a positive center of influence that knows a lot of people that when they, like E.F. Hutton, when they speak, people listen. And this is where this is where the magic dust comes in of what I'm talking about tonight, this one Number four, which is the strong center of influence, the magic dust is sprinkled on your organization when you go out and you sponsor people. And I'm going to give you some examples of different types in just a minute uh, that have a strong, powerful center of influence. Because when they come into your business, and they don't have to necessarily be personally sponsored, but you need to learn to identify and look for these types of people through these personality characteristic traits that I'm talking about. And I'm going to go ahead and give you number five. Number five is somebody who has what I call the glow, okay? And, you know, Rose Duncan has the glow. Let's admit it, okay? If you've ever been around Rose Duncan, for God's sakes, unbelievable, enthusiastic, always upbeat. I don't know how she does it, but when she walks in a room, she just has this charismatic glow about her, um, you know, which if we could ever get it and bottle it, we would all be gazillionaires, but the point being is, is there are people out there that are outgoing, expressive, never met a stranger, life of the party, um, you know, and love people, always helping people, um, very givers, uh, you know, not takers. And so these are the types of people that you're looking for. Once again, in review, money motivated, goal directed, strong center of influence, burning desire to succeed, and the glow. The, now, that, that is the absolute perfect prospect. That is a perfect blue marlin to recruit into your business, but you're not always going to find all five of those personality characteristic traits. But if you can just identify one or two or three, okay, then that's going to be very helpful. So let's talk about professions and industries and people. And you say, well, Lane, where are all these people you're talking about? Okay, I mean, where where am I going to find all these people? That all sounds great, but where 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 are these people? Well, um, you have to. Like pretend like you're an FBI or CIA or KGB agent. You know what do they do? I mean, they if they have a case or they're looking for that um, motivation and they're looking for the ability to uh, premeditatively find out, uh, you know, what what that criminal did or what that person did or, or the part of the investigation. So your investigative part in prospecting is to identify people that are in different industries uh, that help you uh, to tap into, uh, uh, you know, large organizations. So let's just talk about that for a minute. Um, you know, there are several different types of industries. Um, and keep in mind that a lot of these people now are baby boomers and are, are Gen Xers. And they're just, I mean, they're, they're people that are like, you know, my age and, and, and younger that are about to retire, and so a lot you have a whole host of people, this whole arena of people that are at retirement age. Let's say they're 55 to 65, and they're very, very seasoned. They have a whole lot of people that they know and uh, that they've built positive relationships with, and they don't necessarily want to be put out to pasture. You know, in other words, they they don't want to in you know stop working. They're going to retire. They might have an income. They might have social security. They might have other uh, things that they want to do, but they just, you know, still like to remain active. These are the perfect people for your ambit business. A lot of these people, some of them, what do they do? They get their RVs and they travel around the country. Boy, isn't that, wouldn't that be great if you could sponsor people uh, that are retired couple, for instance. And I always remember 
what I call the dynamic duos in our business. If you look around the business, just like Stephen and Danielle, and just like myself and Debbie, and 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 just like uh, the Duncans, you you can go out and you can identify different couples that are the dynamic duos that you bring in the business. They don't always come in at the same time. We know that. Uh, but but when you get that dynamic duo in your business, boy, it just absolutely comes alive and it'll explode. So um, let's talk about some of the people that you could look at uh, that are that have a strong center of influence and and uh, can measurably help your business uh, explode. Uh, number one, educators. These are teachers, principals, and educational administrators. That would be real top high priority on my list. Why? Uh, because they're already teachers, they're already uh, you know into education. They can relate to um, you know ambit uh, you so to speak, um, and there are people that uh, normally have a little bit stronger analytical side to them that is and can be a problem if you don't know how to deal with that. But but that just means they want the facts, you know. And so since we're not a startup company, which is you know you know, but way back when we used to have to say you know we're going to do this, we're going to do that. You know, we're going to build this huge company. Of course, everybody goes, oh, yeah, sure you are. We don't have to do that anymore. You know, we've already won all the J.D. Power Awards. We're already a billion-dollar company. We're already owned by another billion, multi-billion-dollar uh, company. We've already produced X number of millionaires and gazillionaires. I mean, you know, the, the, the credibility is running out the gazoo, and that is the good thing is that the fact that you can back up the analytical side and go after the people that are going to be a little bit more what I call bean counters, right, or what I call green and the personality characteristic traits, they're, they're analytical thinkers, you know, uh, structures, systems, timetables, schedules, place for everything, everything for its place type people. And if you answer their questions and you, um, you know, bonify, there's that word again from ambition that I use, uh, and verify uh, this business, I can guarantee you they'll get in the business. And another thing they'll like is the fact that it's only 75 bucks and there's very little financial risk. Uh, involved there. So I would think about premeditatively and in your prospecting efforts, look for magazines, look for articles, look for publications, look for websites, look for news articles, listen to the radio. Anybody that you can find that's an educator, teacher, principal, or people that are going to retire or educational administrator, these are people that need to go on your list. And in going on your list, in a minute, I'm going to share with you how to approach these people. So let me move on down the list here. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the fact that community organizers and nonprofit leaders. Now, these are people that are running nonprofit or NP, in, uh, NGOs or are somehow community organizers that maybe they're in politics or directly or indirectly. These individuals often engage with a wide cross-section of the community and you know, I mean, they, they're able to mobilize resources and support causes and benefits for the public good, for God's sakes. They know a lot of people. These people can snap their fingers and have a whole lot of people at their disposal. This is where you're fishing with dynamite, okay? Um, you know, these are people like local politicians, mayors, and, you know, council members. These are very, very powerful people who eventually have to retire, who eventually are going to want to move on into the, into the greener pastures and, and do something, but they don't want to fully retire. So elected officials, uh, you know, are going to uh, interact with a diverse set of constituents. Often, uh, they, you know, they serve as kind of a nexus of influence in the decision-making in a community. So what better people do you want to know than people that actually have their 
their thumb on the pulse of the community to know what's being built, what you know, what's what's the trends within that community. And so when you can hop on that surfboard and ride with them because they're a powerful center of influence, you will be amazed at what will happen in your organization when you sponsor these types of people uh, into your in your organization. Now another one uh, that I always like to look at, which are very powerful, of course, are clergy and religious leaders. Now you say, well, they're you know they're going to be responsible for um, you know taking care of God's work, and yes, they are. And you know what God's work is is for them uh, to share information to help people, and so. They may not directly be involved in your ambit business, but when you approach a pastor, a clergy, a priest, or somebody and say, hey, who do you have within your community that you know that is a mover and a shaker, that somebody or somebody that maybe needs, uh, um, you know, to help supplement their income that you could introduce me to, and then because you're being referred to them through a pastor or a clergyman, uh, uh, you know, it gives you that um, door opening uh, and that access to be able to, um, you know, uh, easily talk to them and visit with them and share the opportunity and share the story of, of Ambit Energy. So clergy and religious leaders are, are, are a key, uh, you know, and what you'll find is that they are very, very powerful uh, and some of the top, and, and those that, that do want to earn income and do want to earn extra money, some of them were pastors are uh, part-time, and they understand, they're, 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 they understand that they have to make and earn additional income. Um, so uh, those are very, very good prospects for your business. Now, another thing is law enforcement. Uh, you have a broad spectrum of law enforcement, from sheriffs to police to deputies to marshals, uh, you know, and, and then you have the three-letter agencies. A lot of these agencies, a lot of these people, very professional. Once again, uh, you know a whole lot of people, and it's back to the old thing, birds of a feather flock together. I even take in the consideration of fire departments. You know, the firemen stay together and fire women, they, you know, they all know each other. They have a community together. They are brothers and sisters, and they have a bond like the Marines. That, and so when you find a person that's in the fire department or even voluntary fire departments, these are community-based uh, organizations where everybody knows everybody. And, and so when you sponsor one person within that organization and they – get it and they actually wake up and they, they see the opportunity, then it's like shooting ducks in a duck pond, except you're going to be able to have a huge group of people that are going to come into your organization uh, that you're not going to have to beat them over the head or drag them kicking and screaming against their will through the doorway of success. You see, that's what most people try to do into our opportunity, and that's not what you want to do. You want to have somebody that you've sponsored into the business that you that gets it, and all they have to do is pick up the phone, and they have such a powerful center of influence that that person knows that that person would never be involved in it if it wasn't a good deal. So it makes your job so much easier. So I would look for uh, law enforcement officers, firemen, police, uh, and EMS, all of those types of people, very, very good prospects for your ambit business. Now, healthcare providers, okay? Uh, you know, you talk about um, uh, people that are in the healthcare industry, professionals also have, you know, an extensive network due to the nature of their work. I mean, they're around hospitals, for God's sakes, and they're, they're, they're interacting with large numbers of patients and then those patients' families. So these are people that know a lot of people. Once again, that's what, the, that's what a blue marlin is. That's why you fish for blue marlin. 
because you want people who know other people and have a sphere of influence, a positive sphere of influence with them. So then let's talk about social workers. And so, and by the way, remember a lot of these people during COVID and during a lot of the, the problems and issues that we've been through over the last three years, you know, they had all kinds of situations where they couldn't work or they, the, you know, they had limited income and, uh, you know, it put them in a, a bind. Their credit cards were run up, et cetera, et cetera. They're looking for, they're in their closet praying for an opportunity, looking for some way to be able to overcome the debt and be able to, you know, get ahead of the eight ball. And here we have one of the greatest gifts you could ever give to somebody, which is a business opportunity other than your profession of faith. And, you know, there is nothing that you could give a person more other than love and the faith in God and your, te- your personal testimony than a business opportunity. Because what, you know, your your te- personal testimony ch- saves their soul, but a business opportunity through Ambit saves their wallet and their pocketbook, okay? And that can go on. And, and over the years, as you start to see, you know, that come to fruition and you start to see how it started out in a little Starbucks on, on one meeting and now uh, you see the change and the ramifications that have taken place in their kids and their their grandkids now because of that one meeting that you had. Wow, that's a powerful thing knowing that you played a part in that. So, um, you know, those professional uh, that are in healthcare really need some help right now themselves. They've been through a lot. Social workers and counselors, uh, these are people that are very, very helpful in your business. These professionals often have deep insights into the challenges, you know, facing the community and interacting with a wide range of individuals from students and parents and elderly and the disadvantaged. I mean, once again, these are pillars of the community that you're talking about. Where do you find these people? You look for articles. So-and-so got promoted. You get these small periodicals that are there. Grab them whenever you can find them. Search them. Look them out. They're in Spanish and they're in English, okay? So look for those small periodicals, little bitty stories. Pick up the phone. Call them. Hey, Susan, I understand you just got promoted to XYZ. Hey, I just wanted to call you and congratulate you. You don't know me from Adam. I'm with Ambit Energy. I'm always interested in finding out how I can learn from people who are moving up in uh, their profession. And I just thought, hey, I'd give you a call and congratulate you. And maybe sometime if we get an opportunity, I'd love to buy you a cup of coffee and kind of share with you what we're doing. I'm with Ambit Energy. And uh, if you'd take my name and number, or maybe I could get permission to send you an email. I'd love to uh, to learn a little bit more about uh, your industry, but I just wanted to call and wish you. So you break the ice, make a friend, find common ground. You you know, it, it's a, it, you have to go through steps just like you would an investigator. In other words, if you found the, a certain person that you put on your list with a name that you have identified as a leader that you want to go after, you put that leader's name on your list, and then you put yourself in a position to be able to bump into them. They might That might be because you have found out that they go to a Luby's cafeteria and eat on Wednesdays or whatever, and you bump into them and you break the ice, make a friend, give them your business card, uh, smile a lot, you don't have a lot of time. You're not going to spill your popcorn in the lobby before the picture show, for God's sakes. That's not what your goal is. Your goal is not to pitch them on anything. You see, that's the thing about Ambit Energy. You don't have to pitch anybody on anything. All you have to do is get them in front of the story and then allow people like myself and other leaders. Remember, once you have the blue marlin on the hook and you've been reeling them, reeling them, reeling them, reeling them, reeling them, and they get closer to the boat and closer to the boat, once they get up beside the boat, then it's my job as a national consultant and other 
people that are out there that are leaders in the field to help you get the gaff to bring that big blue marlin into the boat. That is not your responsibility to bring them in the boat. You do not have to be Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, or any super salesperson. That is not what you do. Your job is to identify, hook, and put them in front of the story and then get them in front of me, get them in front of other leaders, okay? So I'm trying to simplify this for you and not make it real complicated. Now, uh, local business owners, okay, these are entrepreneurs, small business owners that are often well-known, respected within their community. Their business often serves as local gathering places, and they may be involved in, you know, some local commerce organizations or communal organizations or some other type of organization where they're a member of, like the Lions Club or this club or that club. Remember, the people that are entrepreneurs, CEOs, CFOs, COOs, all the most, all of those people know a lot of people, and, and they're going to be in some fraternal organizations. You tap into a fraternal organization, you get your foot in there. For instance, let's just take the rodeo, for instance. We're coming up towards rodeo season. Before we know it, we'll snap our fingers, and we're going to be in rodeo season. Well, there's people that live and die for rodeo, and they have badges and all kinds of stuff. They go, you tap into that. You find out who are the leaders in the rodeo. And tap into these people, okay? I'm going to make this easy for you. Realtors and property managers. Now, we already know without going into great detail that, wow, that's a whole other side of our business. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to stay on the marketing side. And I, uh, you know, that's a whole other industry that's out there with regards to, um, you know, our uh, apartments and those types of things. But still, you can still leverage people that are in realtors because of their work in helping people buy, sell, or rent homes. I mean, these are professional people that often have extensive networks. Now, another one is journalists or local media figures, okay? So, you know, wouldn't it be nice if you could sponsor somebody from a major um, news uh, station? Do you know that these people don't get paid a lot of money? I mean, they, they, they don't get paid a lot of money. You know, radio and television people that are local, they don't get paid as much money as you think they do. And, and that doesn't mean that they're not open to opportunities or open to, you know, some type of uh, – it might be a, somebody who's writing as a writer uh, for a local newspaper or maybe uh, working in the media. So uh, these people, you know, often have roles and act as connectors, bringing together various groups of interest uh, within the community. And they can, you know, use their influence to inspire positive changes, resolve conflicts, and contribute to overall well-being in the community. So once again, um, you know, you're sitting in the catbird seat. I mean, you have the greatest opportunity that you have ever had of anything that you can share with somebody. Why? Because what do we sell? We sell something that everybody's already got. We don't have to convince them that they need it. They're already using it. We're all using it sitting in our house or in our wherever we're at right now. The lights are on. The phone's on. I mean, we're using electricity, for God's sakes. This is not rocket science. You don't have to drop it off or ship it or deliver it or uh, pitch it or, uh, you know, uh, collect tax on it, collect any money on it. Think about it. I mean, that's bizarre. I mean, if you, if you really think about it and you kind of get your head around it, I mean, we sell a service that everybody's got that we don't even have to collect any money from anybody to make a sale. How cool is that? So, you know, don't beat yourself up. So let me just, you know, kind of wrap everything up and kind of get us all in perspective here of what we want to do. Number one, 
you have to become a master prospector and how you're going to do that is you're going to you're going to write some affirmations down and you're going to realizing that prospecting is the lifeblood of selling and that those that are the master prospectors those that can go out and prospect and introduce this story to people are going to be the real top income earners of our company and 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 there is a certain amount of luck that's uh, that involves when you run across and everybody that's ever been in the network marketing for any period of time has experienced this uh, where you came in and so and so took off and you think goodness gracious that person's only been in for a very short period of time and they just skyrocketed past everybody well you know how they did it they probably didn't do it they probably sponsored somebody who sponsored somebody who sponsored somebody who then sponsored a mayor a police chief, a fire chief, you know, a school administrator, a pastor. Somewhere in there is somebody with a big, huge, positive serial influence that exploded that organization. Once again, you're fishing with dynamite. You're not fishing with a worm. So stop fishing with a worm. Start going after the blue marlins, okay? Money motivated, goal-directed, strong center of influence, burning desire to succeed in the globe. That is what you're looking for. Now, you say, in ending tonight, you say, well, Lane, how in the world do you find these people and what do you say to them? Well, the first thing is, is that you have to be enthusiastic as a person. Now, I'm not talking about a whipped up fake soapbox enthusiasm, okay? I mean, that, you know, anybody can have a fake enthusiasm. Enthusiasm comes from, through knowledge comes belief, comes enthusiasm. Okay, let me say that again. Through knowledge comes belief, comes enthusiasm. Now, enthusiasm comes from a Greek word meaning God within, meaning enthusiasm is your, is your Superman cape. It's your bulletproof vest. It's your, it allows you to walk through walls. It, it's, it's your magnetism. It's your magic dust. It's your Aladdin's lamp. You know, I mean, it's, it's really what the spark that ignites you and attracts people to you where when you walk in the room, you don't even have to say a word. They go, I don't know what that person's got, but I want a piece of it. That's a subconscious mind. A subconscious conversation that's going on between you and them where they want a piece of you. You know why? Because you are knowledgeable. So what are we doing tonight? Tonight we are gaining knowledge, and you need to listen to this audio over and over and over again, two or three or four times, and maybe even record it on your phone or whatever, and start listening through space repetition, internalization of information, hearing, seeing, doing over and over and over and over again. You're going to pre-program your subconscious mind for success, garbage in, garbage out, right? And you're going to become a student of the business. The very fact that you're on the call means you are a leader. You're way ahead of the ball game that you've been on the call and you're hanging on the call on a Sunday night trying to gain some what? Knowledge. And through that knowledge, you're going to start to believe in what you're doing. The first time, if you maybe worked at a McDonald's hamburger, I could put a CEO of a major Fortune 500 company behind the counter of a McDonald's and they would be lost. You know why they would be lost? Because they have no knowledge of how the day-to-day -day operations and everything run and how to make change and how to make a burger and a shake and, a, and a, a, an apple pie, apple pie turnover, take an order. I mean, they would be lost. Here this big CEO of a major company would be lost. Why? Because they don't have any knowledge. So, but what happens is, is if I, every day he or she is going to get a little more knowledge, the more knowledge they have, the more belief that creeps in. And the more belief that creeps in, then what ultimately happens is what? You become enthusiastic because it now becomes a reflex of thought 
on all of the things that you're doing. It no longer you have to think about it. It just becomes a reflex of thought. Now, we are always greener, growing, riper, rotten in our business. In other words, I'm learning every day in Ambit just like you are. I have to learn and be re-educated on the enhancements that we've made to the compensation plan and all the different things that are happening. I'm learning just like you're learning. But my point is, is that when you want to become a master prospector, you first have to got to want to be. Just like being a millionaire, you got to want to be one. And so you have to tell your subconscious mind, I am, I can, I will. I will become a millionaire. I will become a master prospector. I see prospects everywhere. That's what you have to tell yourself every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You're like an AWACS airplane in 360 degrees. There's nobody that comes within your sphere. That's what ambit energy means. It's a sphere of influence within your sphere that gets within range of you that you're not sizing them up as premeditatively thinking about whether or not that person would be a good prospect. And then now, Let's say you find somebody that you see that might have the glow. You walk into a store or you hear overhear a conversation or you see somebody that you think by their mannerisms and how they act and they're just, just you, you kind of pick it up. It's kind of like a radar. You think, gosh, that, that person sure looks like an exciting person. You, you know what you do? Your biggest fear is fear itself, meaning that what you've got to do is you've got to have what I call an approach. And your approach is your, is your sidearm. It's your fishing rod to catch the blue marlins. You have to cast the fishing rod over and over and over again until you no longer get a backlash like you did when you first went casting and you took your kids casting, fishing, and spent all day undoing their rod because they don't know how to cast. But you're going to learn an approach that's going to be comfortable for you to approach people anywhere, anytime, anyplace, no matter what, and not have the fear of rejection. Because if they, if they turn you down after the, what I'm going to give you here tonight, then that's okay. It was meant to be. It was in the cosmos. But you have to throw that rod out there and through that space repetition, internalization of information, doing, hearing, seeing over and over and over again, you are able to put that bait right there next to the bank and pop the cork a couple of times and attract the fish and then hook the fish, right? You'll see that cork go down, whoop. The cork goes down, you know you got one on the line, and now your job is to bring them into the boat. And how you bring them into the boat is by sharing knowledge, exposing the opportunity, because the first time it might be where you meet them personally. Well, you're not, all you're going to do is exchange information to, with them there. You're not going to pitch them. You're just going to exchange information. And then from there, follow up with the app. Start dripping on them by sending them out your website, send them out a, a video they can watch, invite them to a company overview or business opportunity meeting, invite them to a company uh, conference call or some type of uh, power call or three-way call, uh, have your upline get on. In other words, it's exposure, exposure, exposure. In other words, story, 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 story. Put them in front of the Ambit story. The story of Ambit is so powerful, it needs to carry the weight. And look, if they don't see it after one, two, three exposures in the business, then they're not going to see it, and you can't drag them kicking and screaming against their will through the doorway of success. That is not your job. So here is an approach that you need to use that I have used over the years. Now, you can use it, borrow it, and work with it. I've used it over 30 years, and it's worked for me. So, And I have thousands of people and thousands of testimonies of thousands of people who have been successful using this approach. Now, you can either learn it or you don't have to learn it, but you're going to feel weird the first time you ever try it. 
it's like hopping on a bicycle and trying to ride a bicycle for the first time. I mean, you did, or jumping in the deep end of the swimming pool, you know, that summer, you know, <laughs> you had a little, you know, reservation before you hopped off the diving board in the deep end, and, you know, but you got to jump in and swim. So here's the approach. If I could show you a way that you could own and operate your own business, would that be pretty powerful? I walk up to somebody and say, excuse me, sir, you sure look like a successful person. If you don't mind me asking, what do you do for a living? And then I shut up, excuse my expression, I shut up, keep my mouth shut. I watch them. I listen to their voice inflection. I watch their eyes. I watch their body. Because that's going to speak volumes to me. Because remember, what I told you was the number one thing I'm looking for in the five things that I identified as a blue marlin. One, money motivated. And what did I ask them? Excuse me, sir, if you don't mind me asking, do you consider yourself a money motivated person? Have you ever thought of alternative ways of making money? So if they come back and they go, no, not really. Well, what am I going to do? Well, I might switch gears and say, well, if you might, have you ever considered saving some money? Okay, I might go the customer route if they say, no, I don't want to make any money. Well, if they came back, some of them might say, yeah, maybe what you got. Well, yeah, maybe what you got is really truthfully not the answer I'm looking for to tell you the truth. I, I'm not looking. I, I will suffice with that. and It'll be kind of okay to get, yeah, maybe what you got. Now, I'm talking about hardcore prospecting here. You're out. You don't know. You know, if I drop me out of an airplane, give me some, give me 50, you know, 8 by 10 or, I mean, uh, 3 by 5 index cards. Give me 50 cards and drop me out of an airplane, and within 24 hours, I'll have 50 of these cards filled out. You say, well, how do you do that, Lane? Because I visualize, I would visualize just like I will tell you, what if I paid you $1,000 for every card that you could bring me back in 24 to 72 hours that had their name, their phone number, and their email address, and that you had asked this question, do you consider yourself a money-motivated person? And they said, yes, I consider myself a money-motivated person. Because really, there's only three, there's only three ways they can respond to that question. Hey, Cersei, excuse me, my, you sure look like a successful person. If you don't mind me asking, do you consider yourself a money-motivated person? Shut up. Wait. No, not really. Yeah, maybe what you got. But the person you're looking for, <laughs> the one you really want, you'd be surprised. It'll blow your mind. That's the person that comes back and goes, money motivated. You're damn right I'm money motivated. <laughs> what you got? That's a different kind of what you got, isn't it? That's somebody that's very positive and very responsive to that question. And when you have that type of person, that is a potential Blue Marlin prospect because they've answered the number one question that I look for, which are money motivated people. So when I get that type of response, then I want to say, well, listen, I don't have a lot of time. I know you don't. I'm in the energy business. I just I just had to ask you, there was something about you that looked like you were very, very successful or that you were an entrepreneur. I don't know. If, you know, entrepreneurs are people I love to meet. And um, so why don't we do this? If I could just maybe exchange phone numbers with you and pull out your three-by-five card, you know, do it old school. Uh, you know, people, you can do it with a phone if you want to and it's up there with your phone. That's okay. I like to pull out the old three-by-five card. And then just write out the information and say, you don't, you don't mind if I get your name and number? And if, Can I email you and send you a link? I, I really think, have, have you ever considered uh, owning your own business? You know, if I could show you how, and here's where you come into this, if the conversation is fluid enough, you're going to come in to say, if I could show you a way that you could own and operate your own profitable business in the energy business working with me, would that be something that might be of interest to you? If I could, would you? If I could show you a way that you could own and operate your own business, in the energy business and, you know, 
work with me? Would that be something that might be of interest to you? You can say it however you want to say it, but the bottom line is, is if I could show you a way you could own and operate your own energy business and work with me and make a little extra money, would that be something that might be of interest to you, yes or no? End it with yes or no. If they say yes, they say, well, look, I don't have a lot of time right now. I know you're busy. We just met. Let's do this. Let's exchange information. Love to buy you a cup of coffee. Love to buy you lunch. Love it. Whatever you want to do, you want to get back together with them. And what's your goal is to document, document, document. So if I gave you a thousand bucks for every three by five card, okay, that 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 you went out and collected, how many cards would you collect in 24 hours? Could you collect 50 cards? I, I absolutely. If I had cash money and all you had to do is come back to me and hand me a card that said yes with the information on it that I could verify. How many times, if somebody said, no, I'm not interested, or whatever, what, how much time would you spend with them? You wouldn't spend any time with them, would you? No, you wouldn't spend any time with them. Not at all. Okay? I mean, you'd go next, 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 until you got all those 50 cards filled out. And guess what? It's the same principle. You just have to trick your mind to understand that that card is not worth $1,000. It's worth $100,000 if it's the right person. It could be worth a million bucks if it's the right person. But you've got to be motivated in order to go out and do that and, and get over the one thing that's going to prevent you from doing it. You know what that is? Fear of rejection. Fear of rejection will kill you just better than the doornail every time. And so how do you overcome the fear of rejection? There's only one way. Fear of failure of your own personal goals. In other words, you have to crystallize your thinking to the point that your goals are so emblazoned in your subconscious mind and in your conscious mind that you have got them written and specific with a deadline for their attainment. You know exactly what you want. You know the color of the car. Go out shopping for cars if you want to sponsor some people in the business. Or go shopping for RVs. Go shop for a swimming pool. Go shop for a new home. Go shop for anything. I don't care what you shop for. Guess what you're going to run up against? A salesperson with varicose veins, with open arms, waiting for you and your message. Okay, they're waiting there, nine to nine, bell to bell. I used to do that. You know, how much would I, how much would I have loved to have had somebody come save me from the auto industry, which I grew up in, and I worked 20-something years in the automobile business, if back then somebody would have walked in and talked to me about how I could become my own business owner for 75 bucks uh, with a 17-year-old company, uh, that's a billion-dollar company that has an absolute stellar reputation, and has already created God knows how many millionaires. How, how much? How, what have I? What would I have done to, to have that person come in to my life at that time? That's what you're offering people. That's what you're giving people. That's what you. That's the message that you have that is so powerful. Why are you keeping it? Why are you holding it clustered? You have to get in your car, get your three by five cards, and go out and get dirty. And what I mean by dirty is go out and get your nose out, get all those nose out of the way, but be enthusiastic about it. If somebody asks you a question, hey, what about this? What about that? Hey, that's a great question. I don't have the answer to that, but let me do this. Let me write that question down. If I can get the answer, I've got a VIP uh, consultant line that's uh, open uh, for me personally, and I could, or I've got a consultant information that I can get any of that information. I'll find out the answer for you, but let me ask you this question. If I can answer that question for you today, would that be something that you'd be interested in, maybe joining me and my company and uh, considering the uh, an ambit energy opportunity? I'd love to be able to spend some quality time with you. See, you want to spend quality time with people. You're a word merchant. It's how you structure your words and how you deliver your words that is so important. 
but I just don't want to, I don't want you to blow off, if you will, or de-emphasize the importance of the message that we have to deliver, the value that we have to give to people to absolutely change their life. So what have we learned tonight? We learned tonight earlier from Stephen Lee that we have a compensation plan that has had some enhancements to it that allow us to make more money, that allow everybody coming in to have an opportunity to get a fast start and really engage in getting some dinero coming back the opposite direction. That's very, very important. That is critical in today's world. People want to get paid quickly and they want to make a little bit of money to, to validate and substantiate their effort. We've done that. with The, co- the company has done that. What did uh, Danielle talk about? She talked about the fact that, look, I mean, if we don't get a handle on these kids out here and, and really go after and start to think about those of you that have grandkids, have kids, or maybe even have a sphere of influence with your nieces and nephews or whatever, you know, they have to be, understand this is a capitalist country. This is not a communist country. Capitalism is not a bad word. That's what made this country as great as it is today, capitalism. And so we have to turn this thought process around that capital, being a capitalist is a bad thing. Being an entrepreneur is a good thing. It gives you freedom uh, and the ability to go out and achieve the goals that I'm talking about are things that you want to buy, you want to own. And, of course, there's, there's materialistic things that are your personal goals that you want to accomplish, but there's also other things, philanthropic goals, things you might want to do in your church or synagogue or mosque, things that you might want to do for specific organizations. You know, I have a younger daughter that's autistic, okay? Uh, You know, you want to be able to have organizations that maybe somebody has gone through some medical issues that you you want to be a part of, and it takes money and dinero to make that happen or uh, money to, to, to achieve those goals. So how special is today? Danielle talked about really how her kids, I'm so proud of, 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 of their, those kids. I've seen them grow up over the years. Uh, you know, I just can't imagine what's going to be like uh, knowing their leadership and what they grew up in, of what they're going to be able to do when they hit 18. So seek out these younger kids that are already 18, that are about to turn 18, and, and sit down and, and, and really try to get through, show them the difference between working nine to five, working for the man and, and, and getting paid, you know, on a linear basis versus, you know, having your own business, being an entrepreneur and getting paid in direct proportion to your talent and ability. And also the, the, the thought process behind getting paid a residual income where you get paid on something you did last week, last month, and last year, whether you're sick or not. I can't begin to express the importance of you becoming a patriot, a zealot, with regards to the intellectual conversations that we have to have with everyday people to get it through their thick skull that, yes, we are network marketing. We are a direct sales company, but we are not a fly-by-night pyramid scheme. This is, you know, here's communism, here's socialism, here's capitalism, and all the isms, okay? And, and this is what, you know, you have to be able to have those conversations with people uh, to get down to the bare um, reality of what, what we're up against right now in our society. So um, what did I cover? 
I cover the fact that to become a master prospector, you have to want to be one. You have to tell yourself that it's okay to be wealthy. Have you ever told yourself that, that it's okay to be wealthy? You know, because all of our life we've been told that wealth is a bad thing. You know, people that are wealthy are greedy and uppity and, you know, uh, pushy and womanizers and uh, narcissistic. And there are all these things. Well, if that's what your subconscious thinks wealth is, then you know what? You're going to run as fast as you possibly can away from wealth because you don't want to be that. That's what your subconscious thinks wealth is. But guess what? There's a lot of wealthy people that do a lot for society and do a lot of things for a lot of different people that are good people. So don't think because you've been told all your life that wealthy people are bad, they're not. And so you've got to get all that out of your subconscious mind, garbage in, garbage out, just like I talked about at Ambition, the old IBM card that was placed in your mother's arms when you were very, very young, and they want to program you uh, to failure. So you've got to go in and erase all those uh, that programming and, and start to use affirmations, talking to yourself, uh, speaking to yourself, and then by becoming a master prospector, you want to go after the right prospects, the ones that are going to maximize your organization. And these are the blue marlins. These are the people that are going to have the ability to uh, give you a, a huge um, push, so to speak, up to if you're going from you know, just a regular consultant and you're trying to reach that first and second and third level, going all the way up to national consultant, how are you going to do that rapidly? How are you going to move through the plan rapidly? It's not by fishing with a worm. I can tell you that. And if you teach your people to do the same thing that I just taught you, which is the, 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 the duplication process, and the, with this philosophy of being premeditative about the people that you're going to go out and sponsor into your business, then you will not only be personally successful, uh, you will see that your organization will be uh, successful as well. So, Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. I really appreciate you. I thank you so much, Stephen and uh, Danielle Lee, uh, for being on the call and all of the other leaders that are here tonight on the call that are listening. I can't begin to tell you how excited I am to have you on the call. I hope that I've given you some information that's going to be helpful for you uh, to build your uh, team and build your organization. I do want to remind everybody that's on the call that next Sunday um, on the 24th of this month, um, national consultant and Millionaire Club member, uh, Mr. Doug Parker, of course, uh, one of the top people in our company, very, very powerful individual. He's got all the attributes that I discussed tonight. Um, you know, he's going to be interviewing Eric Reisdorf, our chief development officer, and he did a thing back in 2015. You may or may not remember, he interviewed me. He does a great job, and, and so this is going to be a classic call. You want to plug in going to be this coming uh, Sunday night. Uh, so please join Doug, jo join Eric uh, for an informative call and a personal interview uh, with our chief development officer. Listen, God bless you all. Thank you so much for hanging in here with me tonight. And uh, I look forward to helping you in any way that I possibly can. Have a wonderful evening. And I'm going to go ahead and open the call up uh, for everybody. And if you would just, uh, you know, give a shout out to whoever you want to, uh, to especially with Steve and Danielle, let them know what a great job they did. Thank you so much. God bless you all. I'll talk to you later.